Three idiots, one podcast. One sees himself as a gazelle trapped in a hippo's body. One has club thumbs and a head that is too big. One has a child-sized head and breaks down more than a rusty old pickup. All three are idiots. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Oh, this is the first podcast of honorable mention. What? What? It's the first, the first show of honorable mention. It's the first podcast. You guys are my two guests. <laughs> what the? He went off on his own. What the hell is he talking about? Oh, I got it. <laughs> That's the funny. Welcome back to another installment of Three Idiot Brothers Podcasting. This is number 12, and we are glad to be back. It's been a while. Are you so, going for the Cavassier? Because that's what you sound like right now. Hey, who, who, man. who said, you're ruining my intro. I am it. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Glad to be back with everybody. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one. Uh, I have an honorable mention. I'm starting first. <laughs> Go ahead. Robert Counts. You just interrupted me. Go ahead. Now they can't hear me. Robert Counts, country singer. He's going to be the next star, I think. He writes some really cool songs. Uh, so go out and listen to anything he has written. It's 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 good stuff. It really is. So that's my honorable mention. And we watched a movie last night called Lovebirds with Kumal Najari. Or is that his name? Oh Kumal? yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about the guy that's all Jack now. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Yeah. That is hysterical. Don't watch it with kids. There's a yeah. couple bad words, but it's really funny. The Big Sick was really good. I haven't seen that. We watched that. It's it's his story of how he actually met his wife. Really? Yeah, um, it, but it's really a good, good movie. You should watch it. You would really like it. It's very sappy. Oh, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what. <laughs> it's good, though. It's, it really is. <laughs> I'll give one of uh, one of my coworkers, Mike, a little shout out because he's like, I listened to a podcast. I'm like, you did? Which one? He said, I'll just say that I know that Notebook is one of your favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that's hilarious. He said he hates it because whenever he watched it with, with his lady, she's like, you don't do that for me. Why don't you do that? You didn't do that. Why don't you do that? <laughs> oh, gosh. It still ain't over. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your favorite line from the movie. What's your favorite line? Oh, bird, bird, bird. Bird. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, well, I got some honorable mentions. No, just one. That's all you get. One, one, one right. song. Okay, there could. Well, no, it could be more than one. <laughs> no, there, were, there are rules. This is not a ruleless society. Okay, Jamestown Revival is a music group. They're, well, they're a duo. Jamestown, and is that where all the people died? Isn't it like a long time ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but this is their revival? It's their <laughs> revival. Jamestown revival. It's in the they're name. coming back, baby. <laughs> oh, there's a documentary I watched called The Good Son. No, about, no, 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 no. No. It's about no, Boom Boom Mancini. No, 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 oh, no. man. It was really <laughs> Boom Boom. <laughs> yeah it is though it was really really a good documentary 
Um, Marcus is gone. Yeah, he left. Because <laughs> uh, you're breaking the rules. And there's one, there's one more music I want to mention. Uh, Actually, I have, I have three, but I'll only mention one more. Uh, Aztec Two Step. But you, you want to listen to their first album. After that, I'm not crazy about it, but the first one's really good. <laughs> they have a, a one song called The Highway Song, which is a really uh, kind of interesting sort of breakup song, but you come back to them. Kind of, kind of like a sappy country song? It That's is weird. a little bit, yeah. It's like 270. And then the other one just come back. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one is called that I really like. Well, there's a few of them, but the other one that I'll mention is called Prisoner. And it's uh it's a love song. It's pretty sappy, <laughs> but it's different because it's it's called Prisoner. So you think, well, that doesn't sound good, but it ends up being <laughs> pretty touching. So it's kind of nice. This is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, that's great. So. All right, my turn. I don't have any honorable mentions. Mikey took them all. But uh, I do have a story. Like your Jamestown Massacre revivals, <laughs> whatever they're called. No, I'm just saying he took up all the honorable mentions. I feel like we don't need any more of those. Uh, I just have a funny story about Ava. So I was actually on my way to Mikey's um, to roll, and Ava wanted to come with me. And uh, I don't know why, but she wanted to sing. Arabian Nights from Aladdin. And I only know like Arabian Nights and Arabian Days. Like it's the only part I know. So but we're we're jamming in the car to that. We're just singing that that one part. So it got to the point where we're just taking turns. So I was singing a different note or di- different styles. Why why is there a heart sound? Why why did you put a heart on there? <laughs> He's messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, breaking your flow, man. <laughs> I want to see what uh, this thing did. How about Mike Poland? Um, so on the way down, she um she would sing, and if I went to sing fast enough, she'd take both of her fingers and go, hit it, daddy. And we did that the whole way to Mikey's just the just those, you know, that one little line is always saying the entire way down. And she would just laugh. I just thought it was a lot of fun. We had a, a blast on right down. First of all, you said roll. some people might not know what that is because it just Sounds weird. I mean, I don't think I really knew what I mean, I like to do somersaults and stuff. That's why. Right. We just go out the yard and roll around roll. the grass. Do monkey rolls. <laughs> On each other. <laughs> it's very romantic. <laughs> At one point, I told him we were both birds. <laughs> uh, no, we we attempt jujitsu. Um, I'll say we don't do jujitsu. We're not really we're not good, good at it at all. <laughs> but we like to... to uh, we just like to put on the geese and feel like we're part of something. <laughs> we look the part, but we don't really. I don't look the part. The geese like three sizes too big. <laughs> I do gotta say when we rolled those, it was a real funny part because like I said I have really wide shoulders, so yeah. I had to get the bigger geese. So that's why it's so big. But then as we're rolling, um, like my geese starting to come over my head, so Mikey just like pinches the head <laughs> together, so it's like I can't breathe. He's like, "You're supposed to be in there." <laughs> Eventually, you're gonna run out of air. You're gonna have to tap. Right. <laughs> and you know, whatever air it is, you're smelling your own stench in there, so yeah. that's gonna be. I just most of the time, I just put my belly in his face, and hopefully that works. Yeah, or you just lay all your weight right on my chest, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> 
pretty hilarious. That's how you stop a speedster. You just <laughs> lay right on top of him. I don't think I'm really a speedster, though. <laughs> Compared to me, you're a speedster. <laughs> I thought you were sneaky quick, sneaky fast. I am at certain times, but it's, it's I got to set it up. It's when he's least suspected. That's when I pounce like a tiger. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's trying to like bench press him off. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> it's gotta look hilarious. Um, but well, and I will say, uh, when we were actually doing going to the to the gym to do it with the guys, like we were the. <laughs> We were the only ones in the back corner, like rolling. And as we're rolling, we're like cracking up, laughing at each other. And like, well, because like Marcus would fart, <laughs> and then we would just, yeah, we would just start laughing. And then like we would do something stupid, and we'd start laughing. We look around, and like no one else is laughing. <laughs> there was there was one I about took out the wall. I don't know if I remember if we talked about that, but. I don't remember how it happened, but we both ended up like apart, and his back was turned, and like I went for a big lunge around the neck. I was going for the kill shots from the can. <laughs> he gets so went. excited. He gets so excited <laughs> when he thinks he can get my back. He's like, "Oh, he's so excited!" So he just jumps at it. Like I go, I go for the neck, right? And like I'm in midair, and all of a sudden he ducks down onto his back real quick. I'm like, "Oh no!" And I just go soaring over top, and like it's like the dummy off to the side, and like I can hear people in the back go, "Ooh!" <laughs> and all I can do is just lay there, face plated, and just laugh because I'm like, "This looks so stupid. This looks sad." How on earth would he have known you were coming? You got the stealth of a jungle cat. Uh, I think my <laughs> asthma kicked in at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah. He hasn't tried to throw an up thing to get a timeout yet. I'm waiting for <laughs> yeah, that. I was going to do it too for a long time. <laughs> they make me clean it up, so I don't want to do that. Well, okay. I want to back up a little bit because oh, when, we went, <laughs> when we went to Disney uh, back in July... We are um, coming back from the park and we're back at our cabin and we get this text message of these weird lights that our neighbor texts us <laughs> and they said, there are all these weird lights in your backyard. And we, th- you know, and they're like, we're just checking because we thought you guys were down in Disney. And we're like, yeah, that's totally weird. Uh, we'll send you know, our dad over in the morning um, and then you know, see if he sees anything weird that's happened. Why wouldn't you send somebody over now well, to see if there's somebody breaking into your house? Why wait till they ransack everything? Oh, and then anybody somebody, get hm. Yeah, why would I put anybody in danger? I'm just going to let them take what they want and then oh, I mean, figure it out later. crack some heads, that's why. <laughs> I'll go over. Marcus will practice jujitsu. <laughs> I see the back, I'm going for it. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, we just thought in order to keep everyone safe, we would just have dad check it out in the morning. So he went over and um, and said everything was fine. But in the meantime, I had, because Marcus was going to be taking care of the pool, so I just sent him a text and I said, hey, just a heads up, uh, <laughs> something weird went on. Went on. Uh, you may want to check it out and see, you know, if you notice anything, just let me know. And he was like, Oh yeah, Ryan and I were playing laser tag in the backyard. 
like we were hiding, like, like we were hiding it in our pockets so the lights wouldn't shine. So then, like the other person would walk, like I was hiding up in your clubhouse. But when he walked by, I'd, like whip it out of the pocket and like try to shoot. <laughs> we had a blast. It was a great time. Yeah, it was. It sounds like it was matter great. Fact, matter of fact, I went out and bought laser tag guns myself. <laughs> well, I know the neighbors thought it was great. They <laughs> they enjoyed the laser light show. Yeah, exactly. So you know, of course, we told them, and they were like, "Oh my gosh!" And so then I said, "Well, Marcus, that's fine. Just next time, tell us. Maybe our neighbors will come over and play with you." And I don't. Know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even. It was one of those things where it was innocent, and I didn't even think about it. And and then when I got the text, like, "Oh, that's hilarious." <laughs> like I didn't even think about it. Clearly, yeah, this, is, this is Trump country around here, man. You, you're gonna get shot with if you're out there with some flashlights and stuff. Uh. <laughs> well, and I do. I have another story. Sorry, I'm hogging up some time here, but uh, I wanted to share this story about Gavin because I thought it was just it was an awkward situation, but um, it was pretty funny. So. We went to, uh, the girls went to get their nails done. And so it's usually on those nights, Gavin and I will go, usually go to Jimmy John's, maybe stop at like a comic book store and then maybe uh, play Fortnite or something. So we went uh, to the comic book store and we're walking around and it's one in in, uh, uh, Gross City. And the guy's nice. We've talked to him before. So we look and, you know, Gavin he's he's picky about what he wants like when it comes to comic books or and he's funny because he'll start looking but it's like he barely even looks and then he just walks off <laughs> like, well how do you know you didn't see what you wanted right. i'm trying to get him to look longer he's like nope didn't see it like, okay. <laughs> so we we looked around we were probably in there for like 15 20 minutes looking at everything and uh so we're getting ready to walk out and walking by the guy it was just us in the store at first and then, like, one other person came in later. And uh, as we're walking by the guy, I just said, uh, we may come back. You know, I, he wants to go to another store and look around. So um, Gavin said, can I give you some advice talking mm-hmm. to the guy? And I have no idea where this is going. And the guy's like, sure. And Gavin said, well, if you made your prices lower than Amazon – you'd probably have more people coming in and out of your store. Uh. <laughs> of course, I mean, this is this guy's, I mean, I know he owns it because right. so this is his store and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this could get bad, you know? And I'm thinking, cause he could be really passionate about it. Not, not that Gavin, of course, you know, he's a kid and he doesn't mean anything by it. He's just trying to help the guy, what he thought. So the guy's like, well, and he handled it. Awesome. The guy was like, well, I, you know, he said, I, actually, I do sell some stuff on Amazon. And he's like, you know, I, I try to, I know what the prices are. So I, I do price it appropriately. And if you buy it in the store, it's going to be cheaper than what you buy it through Amazon. And so Gavin started to say some more about it. And uh, I was just like, okay, buddy, you know, it's, it's fine. We can go ahead and go now. And so, so we walked out and I was just like, you know, part of me is like, well, I, I want him to always feel like he can share his opinions, you know, and like not be afraid to tell somebody something. But I also, you know, this is this guy's, I mean, life basically. I mean, I, I I don't know exactly what the store means to him, but I'm assuming it's pretty important. And some people might not take it very well if a nine year old (laughs) is telling them how to run their business. So I just told Gavin, I was like, look, I said, that's fine. I said, you can, cause I, I, 
he said, well, I was just trying to help, you know, I was just trying to help him. And I said, well, that's great. I said, you know, and, and some people might, you know, might really appreciate that. And I said, if you feel passionate about something or you want to share something like that, you should do it. I said, but just know that not everybody's going to respond the same way that guy did. Uh, I said, you know, he was really nice about it. I said, but if it's someone's business, you know, they might get kind of offended by that. And I said, that's fine. I said, then you just kind of say, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. And, and that would be it. But I was like, just thinking in my head, I'm like, man, this could have gone south. And then I'm, (laughs) you know, then I got to be like the kind (laughs) of the mediator in between a nine year old and and a grown man. But, but he, he actually, the guy, like I said, the guy was really nice about it. I think most people probably would be nice about it, but, but you just never know. It was still pretty. And I mean, it is, he had a, he had the right idea. I mean, what he's saying is true. But the guy's prices, I think, were probably fine. It's just, you know, for a nine-year-old, <laughs> when he's seeing these collector's things and they're like 50 bucks and he wants a toy for like, you know, you know, 15 or something, it's like, it seems pretty high to him. <laughs> it, he's, but he's right. I mean, it's, he's right in the fact on a grand, grander scale that things like that are ruining the mom and pop shops anyway. They just right, can't yeah. make enough money to survive or people... People are going elsewhere to get stuff because they can buy it in bulk and buy it cheaper. So, Gavin's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's hysterical. I think I think with that though, I can segue into my topic that we were talking about before the show even started. Yes, talking about people's opinions and and things like that and how they don't matter. Uh, yeah, they're, like, matter. they're like buttholes. Everybody's got one, and they all stink. <laughs> that's yeah. right. <clears throat> so, except for <clears throat> he bleaches his. Exactly. <laughs> you don't? Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> um, but first, I'll, I'll start off like I said, I won't, I won't say any names or anything, but um, I I won't uh, just because. Mike, yeah, I think but, we can get into if we try hard enough. Yeah. Message me. Message the podcast and we'll tell you whose name it is. <laughs> if you really want to know. If it's but, you, message the podcast. Because <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're listening. I was like, they won't be. <laughs> Why? So, we, Mikey and I didn't offend them. That's right. So, well, that's a perfect point. So, I got into a conversation. And she, so not only did she delete, I was never a friend with her. Well, I was, and then she deleted me for some reason. But it was on Jennifer's post, and the very first thing I said was, this is not Jennifer, this is Marcus making these comments, right? Well, it turned out to um, her other sister joined in, but then it turned out to after Jennifer's it was all... Jennifer's other sister? Yes. Your joined, wife's sister? Yes. Okay. Joined into the, the, the comment war we were having, um, and she ended up deleting Jennifer... Jennifer's sister and her two other sisters who were never even involved in it because the theory is is that we all have the same opinion and she doesn't want to be she doesn't want to be a part of it. So very adult. Yeah, I'm and also I will say this because I don't care at this point. Um so she's having a wedding. So any person that does not share her same political views is uninvited from the wedding. Is that like part of the invitation? <laughs> I don't understand. How do no, you know? It, it, it's all Facebook. So if you're oh. not, if you're not, if you're not actively into all the protests and everything that's going on right now, 
then you're uninvited from the wedding. If you say nothing about the protest, then that means you're for the other side and you're not invited to the wedding, from what I've been told. Why do there have to be sides? Exactly. So this is, I'll I'll lay the whole thing that happened. I'll, I'll tell you about the whole day. So I took, you know, we borrowed your van, Chuck. And I oh, took, no, I'm involved. Yeah. So <laughs> mom, mom and dad went, her her mom, me, Jennifer, and Ava all went to Cincinnati, right, for this dinosaur thing that wasn't worth it. We paid 50 bucks. Ava had a great time. So, you know, we we went, we drove. Wait, it's a sponsor of the show. Uh-huh. It's a sponsor of the show. It was, it was an awesome sponsor. dinosaur. Yeah. Right. It was great. Sorry. It was great. Sorry. It was fantastic. But we drove two hours there and two hours back just to make Ava happy and spend an extra 25 bucks on a coloring book, essentially. Um, so we did that. So on the way back, after all, after all this we did to make her happy, Jennifer gets a thing on Facebook and I will also say that this person posts stuff all the time that I disagree with, but I never say anything. I just scroll past it because I don't think it's worth it. Well, this particular post basically said that if you support this particular politician, that you're basically sacrificing your child. And it went, it went on a, a couple, a little bit more. But that part right there really just set a nerve. And I was just so enraged that someone could be that idiotic and and not understand exactly what they're saying and it bothered me to the point where i i commented back and i you know i'm not going to read the whole thing but basically i was just saying you know you have you don't know me you don't know what i do for my child i would die for my child i would give i will give her anything that she needs and i will go without anything that i do is for her ever since she was born the nine months leading up to her everything like I would do anything for her. So I was I told her you can have an opinion. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what you want in life. I don't care. But you basically are attacking me and I have no cares about what you're doing with your with you. And I told her you can have an opinion, but your opinion crossed the line. And I don't think I'm out of line saying that. I think that, you know, I can have the opinion that you across the line because you're basically saying that I'm sacrificing my child and you have no idea of what I'm doing. You know, I don't talk to you. So <clears throat> she responded back, um, you know, basically a whole bunch of uh, nonsense. And, and the person I was I'm voting for uh, saying that I need to do my research and everything else. So I came back at her with facts and everything about why I'm voting for this person and, and, you know, everything else. And then someone else commented on it, right? And she said that how how funny it is for someone to say, you can have an opinion, but also the same person, the same text, but your opinion crossed the line. So that got me going because it's like you're taking context, certain context out of a, a whole paragraph I wrote to fit your agenda and your name narrative that you want to pass off so it got into this long thing i got like three things into it and at this point like i'm still talking i'm still got a lot to say and she deletes us like we can't she blocks us so we can't say anything else about the comments so if she gets the last word in and then deletes us and i'm like and then so finally her uh jennifer's sister gets on 
and is saying, you know, how, you know, basically how wrong it, or what's wrong with America is we can't sit down and have a conversation with someone we disagree with and just go about our day and say, you know what, we have difference of opinion is what it is. That's America. That's what makes America great. We can have a difference of opinion and still get along. So, like I said, I don't want to get too much into it, but there's just a lot of stuff being said. I feel like you've already gotten a lot into it. I it's it's <laughs> talk, talking about it. I just talking about it just makes me so mad. And I was trying, to, and all I kept trying to tell her was, you can't say something like that because you don't have a kid. You have no idea the love and stuff. So when you say that. You don't understand what you're saying. You don't truly understand that you're what you're telling someone that has a kid. And and the fact that at one point she's like, well, if you don't like what I'm saying, just scroll past it. That's not how Facebook works. If you're going to post something in the public, you either need to at least stand beside it and defend it. Or you need to say, you know what? I was wrong, you know, and I apologize. No, it just that's that's my take on it. Or just on say- or just say agree to disagree or something. Like, just it doesn't mean you have to delete them. Right. Yeah. right. Just but, stupid. And, That's what I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Mike, like I said, I, I showed you the text, and you can say, be honest with me. If, you, if I was out of line, I don't feel like I was. No, no, you weren't. But, but you know, this whole courtroom's out of order. <laughs> but no, I just, and, and maybe I shouldn't have taken it as personal as I did. But when you're going to make that broad of a statement about something, and then you don't you don't come with any facts to back up your reasoning. And I'm coming at you with facts of what I'm doing, why you shouldn't say this. And then in the middle of it, you realize, I think, that you don't know what you're talking about. And you're calling me uneducated and small town minded. And you have presented nothing but look up your facts, bro. That's all you told me. Like, just get out of here with that BS. I'm done with it. You're not even her bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're not She's already cute. Well, I feel like we're going to have to edit out about 20 minutes of that. <laughs> it goes on and on and on. I feel, I feel better. That's all I got to say. I mean, you're, you hit on a couple of things. One is it is so cool when you can have a conversation with somebody that has different views than you. you know, two, two of our, our greatest friends, Jim, Bob and Angie, uh, you know, don't necessarily have the same political view or thought process that we have. And you know, it doesn't change how we feel about them or they feel about us. And, and so sometimes we can you know, have conversations about that. People are so much in a hurry to be right instead of getting it right that the only thing that matters is what they glean from, from something. And I don't, I don't mind which side let, let me try it this way. I will say that I don't vote for which side of the aisle somebody is on. I vote for the person. I can disagree with your politics and that's fine. You think government or big business should be saved money, you think taxpayers shouldn't or vice versa, whatever. We can disagree with stuff like that. Now, there might be something that is a drop-dead issue that I can't get past, political-wise, maybe. However, if I can't respect you as a person, there's no way I'm voting for you. It's just not happening. Um, 
And I think I, I will say right now that regardless of which party I associate with better, I can't understand how anybody doesn't respect Mike DeWine. And, and I only say that because that guy had only the best interest, interest of Ohioans' health in his mind, and he did everything he could to save lives. And so the problem is people can use that both ways no matter what. Had he done nothing, he would have gotten blamed by the same people for not saving anybody if this got out of control. But the fact that he did act and he did save lives, people are now able to use that against him and say, see, it's not as bad as we everybody said it was going to be. Look, not very many people died at all or whatever they want to say. So you can you can flip that narrative however you want when you're against somebody. And, and I just I can't understand that. I mean, it, so then people will the one thing that I think I was trying to allude to was. You can post stuff on Facebook, but check it out. But then don't get mad at fact checkers. That blows my mind. They're like, well, fact checkers didn't exist until Trump became president or this happened or that happened. Well, maybe if stop, people stopped spewing so much baloney, there wouldn't have to be hey, all these people trying to say that's wrong. That I know. I responded to one that you posted. I never posted anything, but did you see... Did you see when I responded to it? Yes. Yeah, because that yeah. was she was out of line. Like she was really, she didn't really, um, because I, it was the way she had said it. Like it was a miracle cure, but it was like she was claiming you hadn't read or whatever. And I actually pulled up the study because I'm like, well, fine, I'll read the study. I'll see what it says. And I pulled it up and looked at it. Well, the thing is, it was you know it was a different strain than it was from like 2005 or 2002, I think, or three. And uh, so basically I was like, yeah, it was effective then for whatever you're talking about, but we're not talking about that. And that's what you were trying to say is that's how I took it anyway. Right. But she just wanted to take it and run with it. And then it was deleted after that. I don't know what happened to it, but. Well, that's the, that's the thing that happens is once someone does that and they realize that they're wrong, like the, the whole, the whole comment war I got into is gone, is deleted. Yeah. She, she removed it. I mean, Jennifer's sister took screenshots because it was funny. Um, but the, like I said, the whole thing was deleted afterwards. And that, and that goes to my point. If you're going to say something, stand by it. Don't get embarrassed and then delete it. If you, you know, I, I think that's the thing is I try, I'm not out here policing Facebook, right? right? If you post something that's true, I may say, Hey, that's a good point. That's true. Or right. I may, I may, I may look at that and go, I don't know. That sounds awful squirrely to me. And then I'll look it up and I'll be like, son of a gun. That is true. Mm-hmm. And that's good information to have out there. So, I mean, I, I will do that. If I don't, if I don't know the answer, if I don't know what's going on, I'll, I'll review what's being said. And if it's wrong and it causes harm to somebody, what the hell are we talking about here? A post that you have that is completely false. And, and now you don't even want to talk about that anymore. I don't, I don't understand how this happens, and and like I said, it's on both sides of the aisle. You can see it all the time, and I'm like, just when did we stop having level heads? Do we ever have level heads? 
I guess is I don't know if we ever did. I just think we have more opportunity to show that we don't, if that makes sense. We have more it's more transparent. Or yeah, more social media now. I mean, we never had it. So I think a lot of these people existed. It just wasn't as known and as out there as it is now. Well and now and now they can unite. Right. Oh yeah. If you got if you got a small pocket here in Ohio and a small pocket in California, well now they're able to merge. Now they're a group. Right. And and I I mean what what's wrong with standing up there and saying, look, our country doesn't suck. Don't blame this on the country. That's like blaming baseball for being a bad sport. It's the people that run it that make it that way. So our country doesn't suck. So stop trying to say the other side is saying it or trying to make it that way. It's not, it's not true. I'm not trying to make this country suck. So it's like I said, it's not the country's fault in and of itself. That's why we have a Bill of Rights and a Declaration of Independence and a Constitution and laws. You know, that's why those things are there. It doesn't mean they can't be revisited as time changes. Sometimes they need to be revisited. And it's not to make one side more victorious than the other one. It's because we're all better when we're all better. So let's be better. And why some people don't want that to happen, that's the discussion I want to have. Why don't you want people to be better? And, and why, why does trying to make something better for somebody else a horrible knock on you? If I'm trying to make it better for the Black Lives Matter movement, why all of a sudden is this against you? It just doesn't make any sense. Or if, if I own guns, but somebody wants to take away an assault rifle, I don't understand how that makes it bad on you. Do you have assault rifles? Or do you own them legally? Whatever the case may be, there's got to be a better way. If somebody just stands up here and says, "Look, we need to be we, we need to be humans first, then we can be Americans, and then we can be our political sides." Not not the other way around, you know. Because because I like Democrats doesn't mean I don't like God, or because I like Republicans doesn't mean that I think it's okay to cheat on your wife, or I think everybody is stupid if they're not Christians or you know, whatever the case may be, you can, you can stray away from some of these viewpoints that in the grand scheme of things shouldn't really matter to your political affiliation and get to the heart of it and keep it there. But it seems to be more fun to do otherwise. You shouldn't, we shouldn't even have parties. We should just have people that have run for president and you, and you vote on their policies, ideas and, and what they stand for. But instead, Regardless if you agree with them, people vote Republican or Democrat or whatever else they, they go with. But it's and I, th- I think that's the mistake. So just because you're affiliated with affiliated with the party, that's who you're going to vote with. And I just I think that's a mistake. I think it is, too. Well, I was just going to say if uh, sometimes I'll read these things on Facebook and sometimes I find myself getting worked up. And I try to to take a step back sometimes i'll even i'll get rid of facebook for a while because i just like i can't take it anymore <laughs> but uh one thing i try to remember is um there's this guy his name is daryl davis and he was a jazz uh, i think a jazz oh, just a mus- musician uh and he's a black man and he basically converted kkk members by just talking to them 
and just forming a relationship with them, not in judgment, not in, you know, he wanted them to understand uh, more about black people, what black people could be, what, what they can represent. You know, he, he went to them. It's a fascinating story. The fact that he could stay so cool headed in those situations and put himself in those situations. I have to think of that sometimes and think if he can do it as a black man and, and get through to people that way, then that just shows you how effective it can be just to be willing to talk with people have some discourse, um, uh, just a little bit of back and forth, right. uh, sometimes can make a world of difference. So there's one thing that I see that people have sometimes in their yard. I'm not going to say it because whatever. Um, that bothers me sometimes. And I think, again, why, why should I let – I shouldn't be mad at the person. I shouldn't be resentful to the person. I should just think, well, maybe um, – you know, they just don't fully understand what that's doing or, you know, whatever. But but that doesn't mean I should just turn my back on them. And I think that's what that guy just guy's an unbelievable guy. You should definitely listen to to his story. It's really, really Sounds fascinating. I say what, what he did was like he just like you say, he just changed. He would basically go in and change their perception on black people just by talking to them and showing his education status and and everything he knew. And basically he was just the opposite of what they thought, you know, a black person was. And for when he would talk to him about like the third or fourth time I talked to him, it was like, it finally clicked with him that, Oh man, I, I was wrong. And they would like give him all, all their stuff, all their cloaks and, badges and everything and like he has a museum right or he wants to start one i think oh uh, um, i can't i can't remember that i can't remember probably though that sounds right yeah i think i know he's got like a lot of stuff uh from that and he doesn't destroy it he keeps it yeah and he, and he wants to display it because he wants people to learn from the history like i said having those conversations like what would you say his name was daryl davis daryl davis yeah daryl davis um just just having those conversations, like I feel like I could sit down and talk to anybody about any topic, even if I didn't know anything about that topic, just because I would, I just like to ask questions about people. And I don't think there's any better way to get to know people than to get to know people. That's how you find out who they are. And if you're a bad person, I'll figure it out. And I don't want to deal with you. Uh, I got in Jim Bob and I were having a discussion one time because I hate guns. Hate them. <laughs> now, I don't feel like people shouldn't have them. I just don't like them. Now, why should the fact that I hate them be thrust upon you? What I don't think should happen is I don't think people should have guns that can mow down 70 people in about a second and a half. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we should all be able – that seems to me like one of those things we should be able to agree with. Like, because saying that I should be able to have one of those, I think, and I agree. I I don't think, I don't think they're necessary uh, to have something like that. But I think the problem therein lies, and I I think it's two separate arguments. Yes, I I agree that those automatic. I think they're assault or automatic. Um, don't need to be out. 
But the problem is, I think, is with the laws that would be created to stop people from having them, only the good people are going to abide the law. And they're still going to, the bad people are still going to, and I'm not saying that that means that there shouldn't be a law. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying I, I, I get into the topic of, um, I think the the bad guys are still going to are still going to you're still going to have the problem because drugs I've, are illegal and they still get you know smuggled in. Let me I ask just, you this. I'm sorry, Mark. Oh, I was just going to say, and there now I know you're going to make fun of me, but there's a science versus podcast, and they talk about <laughs> they <can>. talk. <laughs> no, no, they talk about gun violence. They do an episode and they cite so like you can look up all the citations and stuff. I think if you would listen to that, it might change your perspective a little bit on that. The the bad guys are still going to get it versus the good guys having it and all this stuff. Uh, but anyway, it's a it's a it's a good one to listen to about just uh, guns in general. Now I'll say that you know I don't I mean I don't want to take guns away completely, but I I do um, think that some of it is getting carried away, and I think you know people will argue about with the Second Amendment and all that. Well, all this crap wasn't around when the Second Amendment was. Right. Was in right. play. And quite frankly, it was because we were forming militias back then, and uh, well, no, we don't. Muskies. Yeah, <laughs> well, but you know, like the states had to basically form their own militias and stuff, uh, and it, we don't. We didn't have the military back then that we have now. Um, quite frankly, we wouldn't stand a chance against the government if we tried to uprise against them anyway, because some people try to argue that, and. To kind of go back to Facebook, I saw a post on there. It bothered me, and I almost replied, and I'm glad I didn't, that he had posted something about if this person doesn't get into the White House, then uh, they're going to have, I don't know, however many million people with their guns uh, storming basically for another war. And it's like, why would you want to go to war first off? Like well, that's that's crazy to me. Why would you say that? Because someone else gets in into the office. Like that is just absurd. I have no idea why you'd say you want to go to war. That just baffles me. Completely well, baffles me. You're, People you're right. get courage on Facebook too, though, because oh, yeah. just like when everybody joined in to go storm Area 51. You know like what I mean? You. Yeah, like yeah, they stood yeah. there because there's two two guards with guns. And like that was basically there's more back there, but two guards and like no one would cross the barrier. On a side note, though, a uh, friend of the show, Aaron Kinzer, is doing a documentary yes. on Area 51. Uh, mm-hmm. So everybody should go look at that. So there you go. There's a shameless plug uh, for, for a friend of the show. So, Marcus, what you had said earlier a little bit ago about, you know, it it only, you know, the bad guys would still keep having them and the good guys are the ones to pay the price. Here's what my statement to you or to that would be. Name me a law that that doesn't apply to. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. It wasn't at you, but I'm saying that's, no, my, no. that's my comeback at all time. Who follows the speed limit? People that don't no, break that, the speed limit. That's, that's what I was saying. But I'm, I was I think it got misunderstood. I wasn't saying that that was my viewpoint. I'm saying that that's some of the arguments I think people are trying to make. Over gun laws. No, listen, I'm gonna delete you because I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> right. so. No, I was I was just meaning that even if we make the laws, 
like I said, I think they need to be made because I don't think they need to happen. Like, I don't think we need those types of guns. I don't see a reason for them. They do yeah, no good. Yeah, but yeah. but my point is is that I think some people's arguments, and I said that I could I could see where they're coming from. Is the only people that are going to follow those are the ones that follow the speed limit that don't do the drugs and and stuff. And that you know, like I said, I I see what people are coming from to say that if the bad guys want to get them, they're going to get them. Well, and, and, I'm not, think, and once again, I'm not saying that there doesn't need to be a law. Um, I see that side of it. There is some, it will be, it will be easier to deal with the people that break the law if there's laws, right? That's kind of why we have them. Is so we we know if we can't have a lawless society. So I didn't think that you were arguing that point, Marcus. But I'm saying that that's my response to anybody that says that. Is right. To explain to me. So if and then I also know that you cannot have a rational conversation with an irrational person. You know, it's okay if you agree with it, but if you don't agree with it, then it's complete horrible tyranny from a government, and now we become socialist or communist or whatever. The truth is there's no perfect 100% any form of government. There isn't. If you don't want government to be involved, then give up your Social Security. Because a true government that you're talking about means the government stays out of everybody's business, which means the government's not supposed to baby you and protect you. So the people you're upset about that are getting welfare, even though you have no idea why they're getting it or they're getting uh, uh, unemployment, but because you work, you think everybody should have to work and you don't understand how somebody could get hurt and maybe they can't or you know, somebody left or somebody passed away and now they're stuck with, with some, not stuck, but now they have children that, that they have to raise on. You, know, you don't understand any of those things that can happen. You just see somebody's getting something that you're not getting, so you're mad at them for it and you don't think they should get it. Then give up your Social Security. Then give up give up your electric because go find your own. You know, you want to be self-sufficient, then be self-sufficient. You go build your own stuff and don't rely on the government for anything don't don't take the tax refund don't take these stimulus checks that you couldn't wait to get i don't understand how you get to pick and choose it's kind of like religion right you're you're not you're not it just doesn't work that way you can't pick different parts of different religions and say this is what i'm going to follow for this this is what i'm going to follow for some this. people do right it's, called a cult. Right. <laughs> it's the same ones that are doing this no it's i mean it's just you can't that's just not how things work. That's not how it should work. If, 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 you, if you feel like the government should be out of everything for you, then don't be part of it. And then you can, then you can go from, from that point down because the government's always going to be involved in our lives. They're always going to want their taxes. They're always going to try to provide stuff. They're always going to take money from, from Social Security to pay for the stuff they want. They're always going to make more money. They're always going to make dumb decisions. They're, you know, depending on which side of this you're on, and it all still comes back to lies. And and the more I think about it, the more I think that the politicians love it because if I can get you scared to think that a Republican or a Democrat is definitely going to do these things if you put them into office. So you better vote for me because I'll make sure this doesn't happen. People are buying this stuff. 
they're buying it left and right. You, you, they get upset because we took toilet paper during the pandemic. You're buying fear. You're buying all the fear that somebody's selling and they can't produce it fast enough. And, and, and who is going to be the voice of reason to, to stand up and stop it? They may not win, which is fine, but be respectful about it, which is, you know, even when McCain was, was against Obama, I felt like either one of those two, I would, I respect it. I just did, you know, different reasons, different ways. But I felt like those two gentlemen were just that they were, they were humans first and cared about other humans. They just disagreed on politics. Why can't it be like that again? Let's just disagree. If, if you think this person should get a tax cut, but these shouldn't, let's keep it at that level. Why is it, why does it come down to all this other stuff and just spewing lies? Well, the, the, the politicians too are very good at some better than others. Very good at using all of the divisive divisiveness as a tactic, basically. Like right. you're saying, uh, I mean, you basically said that. But it's uh, you just look at the campaigns. I mean, it's all about fear. I mean, that's what seems to move the move the the meter. So I, I don't know. It's just. And it actually, it's funny because some of the stuff that you hear and just watching something the <laughs> oh, other day, um, and it was, they, this was campaigns from the 60s, 70s, 80s, all saying the same types of taglines that politicians are using, especially one, using now. <laughs> same taglines because it's this, it, it, it gets this reaction that they want. Right. It, it gets that, you know, and, and it, it seems to work. It's sad. It's like we can't see that, and and we keep listening. We keep buying into it. Um, I I don't know. It's it just you know. I guess what are three idiots going to do to solve it? But um, <laughs> we're going to have a podcast and we're going to talk about it, right? Because hopefully somebody hears it and then they can pass it on to somebody else and eventually. We can we can reach the same reason that we did the mental health episode, right? If it helps one person, right? Right. That's that's what we're trying to. Do. I just hope this gets back to the person out of the comment war with. That's all I'm hoping for at this point. <laughs> if you just tell us who it was, we'll make sure of it. Right. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll friend her and then I'll post the link to her page. <laughs> you got to do it under the name of Rafiki Lafu. <laughs> um, here's you know, and don't. Don't, don't tell my, well, my wife knows this. I don't say don't tell my wife, but I, bef, when the whole. Hey, listen, to, this is just between the three of us, so go ahead. Right. <laughs> there ain't nobody else listening anyway. <laughs> Who gives a crap? Nobody's listening. <laughs> so um, when they were doing the whole Republican nomination and, and, it, and, it, and it always came, it came down to Kasich or Trump, right? And then. Uh, Karen and I went and saw the, the NPR when they came to Columbus and Kasich was there. He was the governor still at that point. Yep. But just listening to him talk. I like Kasich. And I listening like to him in those. Now, I can disagree with some of his views. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. But I feel and I still feel like he is an honest man. I feel like he's a good husband and a good father. 
and he values his family and he's just trying to do good under the parameters that he believes in. I don't know how I can't respect that. Never once did he engage in any of those horrible tactics that anybody else tried to get him involved in. You know, they tried to put him at the, the little boy's table or the little kid's table, I should say, when the debates first started. And yet he just kept persevering. And finally, you know, he would catch somebody's eye and then somebody else would be like somebody, you know, somebody with some power. Like, well, this guy, you know, listen to him talk. Listen to what he's saying. Well, eventually he got it to where it was just him and Trump. And unfortunately, those tactics kind of won out, I feel like, in that situation. But I respected John Kasich so much from that and some other things I read and some other research I did. Now, I know that he has views that, like I said, on some political things that I disagree with, one very much so. Um, but I would have been just fine with him in a leadership role because I feel like he's a leader. Well, right? and I leaders think, lead and bullies put fear in people. Well, and I think that's the other misconception, though, because you said it. Um, you didn't, you would have been fine with him in office, but you didn't have 100% of his viewpoints. And I, I really feel like that's, well, I think we talked about it, is that the, that's a misconception people have. If you vote for somebody, you're 100% with them. And it's just not the truth. You're just you're voting for who you who you like more and who you agree with more. Well, yeah, and to that point, I think I mentioned it in in the one podcast, but uh, I find it hard to believe that anyone can be 100% hard stance one way or the other. Every single thing, I just I find that hard to believe. I I don't really. To me, it's just it's hard to understand that. I guess. I guess if yeah. you are that way, then then that's fine, you know. And maybe you have your reasons, but uh, I just find that hard to believe, or hard to understand. I guess not believe, but understand. Well, and look at the wine for proof of that. You know, you we got to, you know, he's a Republican, got to vote for. So they do, and now his own Republican people that voted for him are against him because he wants people to wear a mask and he wants to save lives. You know, it, it because. Because he doesn't say what you... He's not your puppet. He stands up for something. So I respect him for that. Don't become somebody's puppet and don't become indebted to those that want to make you a puppet. You've got to know, you've got to be able to see that and realize that's what a group or a particular person is trying to do to you and and not be part of it. And if... You know what? I will... Same thing I tell... The, the kids in baseball, when I coach them, you know, they're pitching and they start lobbing things in there to just beg for a strike, right? The first thing I'll tell them is, I want your best versus his best. And if his best is better than your best, so be it. But you get beat on your best. And then you've got nothing to be upset about. That's what it should be. You know, here I am. Here is my best. I'm going to give you my best. And if it's not good enough, that's fine. But stop pretending to be or stop owing everybody because they help you get somewhere. It just it just baffles me sometimes. And I can't well, And it's funny that I wanted I got I wanted to bring this up when you brought up the wine the first time. It was funny how when this all first started happening, how he was praised so highly for everything he was doing. And then at some point the narrative just completely turned. To the point where, like you said, he is 
you know, his own party's turning against him when not even three months ago, other countries are praising him for taking stands quicker than anybody else to try to help and save people. So it's just funny how, like I said, the, it just seems like narratives turn as you're going through throughout life. And it's just like one, one minute, like it, like this guy is praised and the next minute, as soon as they need to get an escape goat or, or get other people to their side, they'll start bashing them. Well, and I get it. Okay. Tell me how goofy this all is. Like I'll see people that post the Spanish influenza claim this many lives and, and how about the flu and nobody does anything about it. Okay. Now, wait a second. <laughs> the fact that you can go back to, I don't want this pandemic to equate to the Spanish. Why wait till it gets to that point before we're like, Hey, you know, we should have listened to somebody that, I mean, you're, you're using a devastating event to actually prove why your stance doesn't make any sense because, because of, 17 billion people haven't died. We shouldn't be concerned about it because look at the Spanish flu. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you look at the Spanish flu and you're like, holy crap, how do we get something like this to not happen? What do we need to do? So the people that do praise him are, oddly enough, scientists, doctors, you know, other countries that actually did stuff like this. It's, But yet there's some people that their rights have been infringed upon because they can't go out and do what they want to do. Okay. Well, so you can't for a little while. I mean, there wasn't it during, I, I could be way wrong, but I feel like there were times during the cold war, maybe world war two, I forget where they're like blackout periods. Like you weren't supposed to have lights on or something. So they couldn't see if they were going to bomb us, what it is they were going to hit or I, maybe I'm making that up, but I feel like I read that somewhere. Um, that, 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 that might have been in Europe. I don't, I don't know if that somewhere. was somewhere. I think it was in Europe, maybe. I think, I, I think I it was Europe. In US, yeah. So I can't say point, it for, for sure, but I can't either. But I think it seems like that. I'm pretty sure that I something I was watching and it was talking about it's like I, Britain. I think they did it. Yeah, that's World War Two. I think. And, so, but so at the same time, do you think those people were throwing a fit and crying and whining? I want to go out and drink. I want to go to a restaurant. I need to go shopping at ten o'clock. And just how about let's just help each other make it another day. Let's just do that. Let's have a little respect for each other and care and concern. And it doesn't matter. Why is it? It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. If, if you know, I guarantee if I'm walking down the street and somebody, you know, is bleeding and need help. The first thing I'm asking them is not, are you a Democrat or Republican? Who do you support? Are you Trump 2020 or are you Biden and Harris? Which one is it? Well, then you're a fool. Right. <laughs> so here's let me let me ask you this one. This one burns has burned me up for a long time. So the people that want to point out, you know, well, th this this person shot this person, and this group did this to this group, and you know this person is a pedophile. This person assaulted whomever. Well, okay. Let me ask you this: Are you a Bengals, a Chiefs, a Ravens fan? Because all three of those. And that's just off the top of my head, have had somebody who witnessed a murder and wouldn't rat somebody out on it, and they won a Super Bowl, and now he's retired, and uh, everybody claims he's the best human being ever, and I don't understand that. And his teammate knocked his wife out 
cold on video. And then you got somebody plays for the Bengals who broke a woman's jaw. <laughs> and then you've got the guy in Kansas City who also hit a woman in a bar fight intentionally. Yet it's okay to root for their teams. So if you're going to be so strong in your stance for that, then then you've got to boycott those teams. You, you've got to demand the NFL shuts down. But well, yet they want to. They then they want to. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're okay. Go ahead. But they want to instead of that. They want the NFL to shut down or NBA or MLB because they said Black Lives Matter. Are you kidding me? That's that's where you draw your line. Not not rooting for a team that has people that have had domestic violence allegations or assaults or charges against them or drug charges for that matter or whatever the case may be. It's because somebody stood up and said, hey, their life matters and we're not doing it that way. We're not treating them like it does. Somebody's not treating them like it does because that upsets you. Well, I just want to say, look, you know, maybe when I was younger, I don't know. I I probably put too much importance on sports in general, professional sports and things like that, college football, all that stuff. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I mean, as I get older, I don't watch it nearly as much. The only one I really watch anymore is football. Um, I don't really watch anything else. But um, I will say it's, it's a little... Uh, this is going to be controversial, but it's a little disheartening to me to see the passion for the football season and all this stuff when we're in the middle of this crazy crisis right now. And it's like everyone is so focused on this. And look, I get it. I mean, I know it impacts especially, you know, college town economies, you know, all the local restaurants. Right stores i mean i get it and that's sad i'm not saying that but for us to to be ready to pick it for for a football season or uh for our president to stick his nose into it to me is just like what in the world like you know why he stuck his nose in it though well yeah he wants the votes i get it i mean it's it's not stupid on his part but it's frustrating to me because it's like look (laughs) I get it. I mean, football is fun to watch, but man, it's a freaking game. Like it's a game. It's to be, it's to be entertainment. I know it's an industry. I know it makes a lot of money. I get it. I understand that. But at the same time, let's, let's put our resources in and our time into something else, especially the ones, uh, the, the, the more important, <laughs> uh, uh, people at positions that really have much, different things to worry about uh, i feel like we should all be coming together to try to figure out what the heck we're going to do um uh not only in this instance what we're going through right now but let's think about what happens next time this happens right uh, but let's get ready for that how about that right. uh instead of oh my gosh there's there's no college football i, I don't even care like that doesn't that doesn't matter to me i and i i'm not trying to be hyperbolic here with saying like if you go to OSU game you're going to get uh, COVID or anything like that I'm just saying 
why is that your focus right now? Like, right. <laughs> I don't understand why is that so important? Uh, but you know, whatever. I mean, uh, maybe it's more of a distraction. Maybe that's what people want. And I, you know, I'm not saying that I, um, be upset with anyone for, for doing that necessarily, but I just don't understand why that would be the focus right now uh, or, right. or such a major concern. But, you know, I mean, I guess maybe there's points that, that I'm not considering, but that's just kind of where I'm at with it. It just kind of frustrates me when I continually see that, uh, especially if we get back to the Facebook, I continually see it on Facebook, but I don't Non-stop. know. Stop. <laughs> well, the one thing, the one thing that I don't seem to understand is, is it's like colleges and high schools, for example, are like completely backwards of what they're doing in Ohio, I'll say. So, you know, high schools and everybody aren't going to school, but they're still playing football, right? Yeah. Yeah. But colleges are going back to campuses, but they're not playing football. So it's like, I, yeah. I just, I, I just don't understand. Oh, I mean, I agree, but. Again, I think it's a bigger problem. It's a bigger issue. I don't think it's, and uh, I don't think it's a clear cut answer. I don't. I don't think it's as easy as, right. you know, because there's oh, different yeah, things. Exactly. That are, I mean, parents have jobs and everything, and right. you know, I, I, yeah, I just. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just a mess. The way I mean, and that, that's kind of my point too. Is I, I think we're just, we need to come together and try to figure this stuff out, and. The powers at B for whatever sport it is, let them make the decision because it's a sport. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> that's my right. point. It's like, you know, okay, yeah. they want to do it. That's fine. I mean, and I was against when, yeah, I mean, I thought it was ridiculous when the Congress got involved in baseball before. I mean, it's freaking baseball. Like, you should be worried about other stuff. I know it's America's pastime, all this stuff. And I'm sure some people would really hate for me to say that, but that's just my thought on it. And I guess government doesn't need to be involved in sports. I mean, I don't think so, but I mean, the same people that don't want the government involved in their life in any other way, bring it back around to get involved. So my team can play football on Saturdays or Sundays. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have a closing statement. Oh, bye everybody. Be nice. Be kind. Okay. Go ahead. First I'll say just work hard and be nice to people, which is, uh, no, it's the song. Remember, I said it's the song, and it's better than yours. <laughs> uh, so I say it. <laughs> uh, I know that I'm a hypocrite at times. Like, I no doubt say thing, say one thing should be a certain way, and then I fall well short of meeting that expectation. Like, I know that I make mistakes. Um, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, however, I do recognize the focus should be on love. Now this is going to sound kind of hippy dippy, but, uh, but I do feel like the focus should be on love and every action should be a clear reflection of that. Uh, now whether that be posting on Facebook or even reacting with people on Facebook, I think people should consider the message. Like, am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Uh, am I doing this to be divisive or am I doing this t- to share information? And if I'm sharing information, is it truthful information that I know is truthful? And also to do it basically just out of love and not releasing just frustration to just release frustration. Um, 
So I'm going to work on trying to do that myself. And I hope that other people will do the same thing and realize that what we really need to do now is try to come together, try to find common ground, try to work together and um, try not to be so divisive. So that's pretty much my closing thoughts. But anyway. Well, I concur with that. And I think you're, you're on it with, with the love and, you know, I don't know when love became a weakness, but love is a strength, not a weakness. So be kind, be nice. And whatever you have to say, Marcus. I just think out, out of all this, I just hope people have an open mind and are receptive to other people's thoughts and opinions and, and understand that, you know, most, most of the time when people are talking, they're not, you know, like Mike said, they're not coming out of hate or anything, but, you know, people do have their own thoughts, even if they differ. Um, so just take it, listen to it. You know, you might not agree with it, but just understand both sides of the argument, I think, is, the, is an important part. Um, and that's I, that's how I think we're going to get to the love and back to where we need to be is everybody understanding that we're not all the same. We all have different thoughts and opinions, but, you know, we're we're all human and we're all just trying to make the best we can out of this life. Um, so, you know. That, that's about all I got. I just hope, I hope out of this, everybody just uh, understands that. Hopefully they do. So, until next time. Visit our website at 3ibpodcasting.buzzsprout.com or email us at 3ibpodcast at gmail.com. And that is the number three.